0: You know, you know what
1: should, you know, should read? You know what you should
0: read? It's time for What You Should Read the podcast all about the titles you need. Join three book lovers and a guest as they cover all
1: the best new titles to enjoy with your tea. I have that,
2: but I haven't read it
0: yet. Hi, I'm Julia. I'm Rachel. And I'm Kelly. And this is What You Should Read the podcast where we should all over our books. And today we're doing a mini-sode. We're keeping it simple today because this is a book recommendations podcast. So we're just going to break it down. Like, what are the books that we would recommend to anyone that we always recommend? So we're just going to give you our top recommendations. Um, so Kelly, I will start with you this time.
2: So one of, the, one of the joys of being me, and I don't know if this happens to you guys too, but whenever somebody asks me most of the time, like, what should I read? I go blank. And it's like I've never even heard of a book in my entire life, um, which is great. And doesn't at <laughs> all make me feel awkward? Uh, but I've started um, probably within the past few years, I, I just basically keep recommending the same two books over and over and over. One is nonfiction, one is fiction. And I'm mentioning both of these because I was recently on a date and I have recommended both of these Uh to the lady I am seeing, who is great. And um, she has since read both, which is a little shaming because, you know, people recommend books to me. I immediately buy them. Do I read them? (laughs) I do not. (laughs) But my intentions are good.
0: Yeah, it's. I'm really impressed
2: that she's already read them. (laughs) Yeah, same. Yeah. I mean, again, like, super shaming, though, because it's like... (laughs) Do you ever actually read, Kelly? Does anyone see you do that? Yes, I do. Uh, but the two I always recommend, and these are definitely books everyone has heard me talk about, um, the nonfiction book, Tiny Beautiful Things by Cheryl Strayed, which is a collection of her advice columns as Dear Sugar. And it sounds, it sounds like something that would be vaguely ridiculous, but it is really like a conversation that you would have with your... You know, like your best friend, your, your wisest friend who always says exactly what you need to hear and says it in a way that it, it doesn't hurt as maybe it would have if they were basically saying you, you need to get your life together. Mm. (laughs) Um, and then the other one is you've also definitely heard me talk about this. You should see me in a crown by Leah Johnson.
0: Oh yeah.
2: (laughs) You do recommend that one all the time. But it's, it's so nice uh, for that one specifically, like it's a love story with girls. Yeah. yeah. And um, I, I haven't really read a lot of romance novels and that one's, you know, it's YA contemporary. So it's not really a romance novel per se, but every time I read one with, you know, like with women specifically, it's like, Oh God, this is nice. It's like, <laughs> it's someone like me, a lady mm-hmm. who likes ladies. Yeah. Yeah, representation is important yeah so her second book is also great
0: (laughs) nice okay rachel what are the books that you would just recommend like carte blanche don't even know what (laughs) what this person likes to read but you always recommend these books
1: all right so this one definitely would recommend to everybody is called a man called uva i know that i've um mentioned this on the podcast before but it's by frederick bachman it's a uh and translated to english by henning coke um and it's about a man called uva of course he's the main character um he's one of those grumpy old guys who's just like harumphing around the neighborhood um he, we meet him as he has uh is just retired and um he was kind of like forced to retire he didn't really want to retire but all the young men at his firm um he's an le- he's a, an engineer and all the young men at his firm are like it's time for you to you know <laughs> time for you to retire old man so he's kind of like forced into it um so he's kind of you know and he's a widower so he lives alone and you know you kind of see him like, He does rounds in the neighborhood every morning. He lives in like a you know, an an association, like a condo village. Um, and he like makes notes and leaves like notes for people of like, when they are doing things wrong, like, Oh, you're left your gate open or whatever. (laughs) Um, so he's kind of a curmudgeon, um, people in the neighborhood kind of just roll their eyes at him for the most part, but there's some neighbors that try to like be friendly with him. And he's like, go away. (laughs) Um, and then he gets these new neighbors, um, who the, you know, the is like a mom, a dad, and two little girls. Um, And they also like kind of force their way into like being friends with him. And he's very grumpy about it. Um, And like throughout all this, um, a couple of things are happening. You're getting a lot of flashbacks to when he was a kid. And also when he was a younger adult, and he meets his wife and gets married and sort of about their life together. Um, And you really see like how much he loved her and just like how much a part of his world she was Mm -hmm. um, and sort of how that really changed him when she passed away. Um, And then you're also like watching as he's trying and failing over and over again to end his own life. Um, So there's a lot of like sad parts of it mixed in with a lot of just like kind of funny antics of things that happen. Like there's this, you know, one of his things he tries to do is, um carbon monoxide poisoning by like running his car in the garage right but then like he gets interrupted by the the new neighbors when they're like we need a ride to the hospital like you know my husband fell off the ladder we need a ride to the hospital and he's like what and so like he has to like stop and like give them a ride to the hospital and they're like why does it smell funny in here <laughs> <laughs> and of course the you know the mom is you could tell that she's like kind of catching on to what he's going through and and they kind of try to adopt him. It's so sweet. And that's all I'll give you for plot wise, because I've given you a lot, but there's a lot more to it. Yeah. But it's just one of those heartwarming stories of friendship and love and loss. And, you know, you just want the best for everybody. Um, there is a movie adaptation which is in Swedish. So, you know, uh, if you don't speak Swedish, you gotta watch it with subtitles, but it's excellently done, in my opinion. I think that they stay very true to the book. Um, and yeah, it's really good. And I suppose they're supposedly making one in Hollywood. Starring, yeah, I heard that too. Starring Tom Hanks. Um, we'll see how good he plays a curmudgeon, but <laughs> <laughs> Well, I He's think very they talented. changed his, main, his name, too. It's like a man called, I want to say
2: Oscar, but I'm like, Oliver is right there.
1: Yeah, I don't know what they made it. Yeah, but you're right. They definitely Americanized his name. But um, that'll yeah. be good, though. I'm sure it'll be great. I mean, Tom Hanks. is Yeah, it's, he can do anything. And America's out there. <laughs> America's grandpa. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I would recommend that to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, gosh, I have a hard time picking what else I would recommend. OK, my my other book that I would recommend to anybody um, is called I Capture the Castle by Dodie Smith. And the reason I would recommend this book to everybody is it just it's just so beautifully written. It's told through journal entries from a 17 year old uh, girl named Cassandra and. Um, you know, follows them through a few years. It doesn't, you know, not a ton. So she's still a young woman throughout the book. Um, they live, her and her family, her sister and her dad and her stepmother live in this rundown castle in England. Her father wrote a bestselling novel and it's set in the 1930s. Um, so, and his novel was like 10 or 15 years ago, something like that. Um, so they're kind of living in squalor at this point. He hasn't written anything since, you know, they're not doing well financially. Um, but her father's very eccentric and basically spends all day in his writing room, um, you know, supposedly working on his next book. Um, but they're, they're kind of left to fend for themselves, the women. Um, and then one day they, get visited by two American men, brothers, who just happen upon their castle for I forget what reason. Um, and that kind of plunges them into this story of like her sister gets engaged to one of them and, you know, trying to figure out like how, you know, what's going to happen with their family and everything. And Cassandra is such a good main character. She has so many great thoughts. Like her, her narrative style is so good. And, um, just like she's coming of age. So it's one of those coming of age stories that just, I feel like everybody can relate to, um, even if you've never been a 17 year old girl, (laughs) but I feel like everybody can relate to just like, trying to find like figure out who you are in in a world where you have not a lot of control over your circumstances. Um, And I just, I love this story so much. It definitely was a formative reading experience in my life. Um, I was close to Cassandra's age when I read it and really informed a lot of like my teenage years. So I would recommend that book to anybody. I love that book. (laughs) Um, Great picks. Okay.
0: So one book that I would recommend to anyone and everyone, and I've talked about this one a lot on the podcast is Project Hail Mary by Mm. Andy Weir. Um, I have recommended this to everyone I know and made them (laughs) read it. Um, And I've also reread it and it came out last year. So it's a pretty new release, but it's definitely one that I will reread again, um, it's about a man named Ryland grace. And he's on now what is now a one man mission because his crewmates have died. He's on a one man mission to save humanity <laughs> from, um, these little microbes that are eating the sun basically. Um, but he doesn't know that yet because he's lost his memory. So he like wakes up in space by himself and he's like, what? (laughs) What's (laughs) happening? And so the book through the book, you um, get flashbacks as he's getting his memory back. And meanwhile, he's trying to survive in space. Um, And you kind of learn like how he ended up on the mission. You learn more about the crewmates that were lost, um, the people that he left behind. And then A new character arrives halfway through the book and I can't say anything more because otherwise it's too much of a spoiler. But I swear it's one of the best um, plot twists and just like just relationships I've ever read in Mm -hmm. any book ever. And I think no matter who you are, what you like to read, even if you don't normally read, I feel like anyone would love this book. The one thing I'll say is it can be kind of heavy on like math, like talking about math because he's a, he has to do a lot of math in space to survive, but that does not, I know Kelly, you're thinking like what, but I don't think in any way that diminishes how great this book is. Like, it's fine. He's doing the math. You don't have to do the math, right? You just have to read about someone doing math.
2: (laughs) It was my understanding there would be no math. Yeah. no well, me doing math. math no other people doing so. math. no discussions about math that was how I thought this was going to go um until I graduated this our book club <laughs> pick later this
0: year just to make Kelly read this yes
2: <laughs> Kelly I still can't believe you haven't read it I feel like I just said that people recommend books to me and then I buy them and then I don't <laughs> read them. I, I guess I'm gonna make do.
0: you read it later this year for a book club episode so perfect
2: I will read it before then
0: You don't. You don't have to because I'm gonna make it a book club episode. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so Project Hail Hail Mary by Andy Weir, and then I wanted to pick a book that I read. I've read like a long time ago that I that still sticks with me, and I think I'm gonna recommend On Writing by Stephen King. I think, and I have recommended this to a lot of people. I think no matter who you are or what kind of books you read, you would love this book because even if you're not like someone who wants to write, I think because half the book is kind of a memoir, like talking about his life and, and what's influenced him. And like up to that point when he wrote the book, the other half is, is writing advice. And, but I think even if you're not a writer, I think it's just like a lot of his advice is very like inspirational, no matter what you want to do in life. Um, because there's a lot about like dealing with rejection and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, having people around you that you trust to give you feedback. Like he talks a lot about his wife, Tabitha, who is always his first reader. Um, And just uh, the scenes where he talks about meeting his wife, like I, they are like implanted in my brain. They're just so well-written and Mm -hmm. you can tell, you can just tell how much he loves her through like how he writes about meeting her and like their courtship and everything. So, Um, and he's just funny. Um, I think I also love it because he talks a lot about Maine, but (laughs) so um but even if you're not from Maine I think you know a lot of people love Stephen King's books and I think this is just a really cool insight into him as a person and as a writer so on writing by Stephen King
1: nice
2: I just want to say I feel so bad for her in a way because you know I mean Stephen and Tabitha like they both do so much good in Maine and it seems like it is always referred to as Stephen King and or sometimes Stephen King and wife. Yeah. Oh, she, like, comments on that. She's like, yeah. Stephen King's wife, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like she referred to herself as of Steve at least once.
0: Yeah, she's funny as
2: hell. Like,
0: <laughs> you can tell they just have, like, a great rapport and, um, <laughs> yeah, so... Oh, I, I just, I, I love him and I love that book in particular. So nice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I've heard you mention this book a lot and I still haven't read it, but I should, I suppose. Yeah. It is good. Yeah.
2: And that is our show. You can get all of these books on Libro FM, use promo code, what you should read all one word to get two books for the price of one. Um, I would personally say you should see me in a crown and tiny beautiful things, but, you know, whatever. These are all good, <laughs> especially Project Hail Mary, which I will for sure read
1: yes. sometime soon. <laughs> and be sure to follow us on social media. We are WYSR underscore podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. If you would like to email us, we are what you should read podcast at gmail.com. And please leave us a rating and a review wherever you subscribe to your podcasts. And now you know what you should read. You're welcome. You know what you should read? You know what you should read? It's time for What You Should Read. The podcast
0: all about the titles you need. Join three book lovers and a guest as they cover all the
1: best new titles to enjoy with your tea. I have that, but I
2: haven't read it yet.